Okay, so tell me what was at Isili. Isili is the is it the Air Force base? It was the Air Force base, um, the transport base, because the fighter base was in Nanyuki. Okay. So Isili had all the buffaloes, uh, they were called caribous. You know the big thing that you see flying mm. over Isili. That's what they had then. Okay. And it also had the initial training school called the Flying Training School, where we started okay. as a cadet. Like the, uh, like the Wilson initial training schools mm -hmm. with a little propeller aircraft, which was called a bulldog. Okay, British so, I love it. Let's, yeah. let's now walk me slowly. Me, I am, uh, me, I am so Kenyan, but <laughs> I'm illiterate when it comes to the, the aviation industry. Okay. So I'm going to ask a lot of questions just no about problem. what's this, no what's problem. this, what's this. No so where we are in the story, you've gotten selected and, you, and you're 30 of you who've gotten selected. I've heard about the rigorous yeah. process that it's, it's mm -hmm. cost rigorous but fair. Mm -hmm. I love the fact mm -hmm. that it's, it was fair. Mm -hmm. So what happens now and what year is this? So this was in uh, 76. 76, okay. So once you are selected, um, we were sent to Lanet for the military, trainings, military training at Lanet uh, Training Center. Mm -hmm. That's why you learn to march, to salute. We did a lot of running. You learn how to shoot. You learn the military drills. Oh. They instill the discipline in you where you must always follow the order, ask questions later. So we did... Uh, Where's Lenet? Lanet is in Nakuru, just outside Nakuru. So the police go to Kigajo? Yeah, Kigajo. And the, the, the military the goes to Lanet. Lanet, yeah. okay. So that's where we were. Um, very intense and uh, hard because you are on your feet all the time um, and on two nights you are left in Akuru National Park with just a panga it's to see how you survive you have a panga and you have a sleeping mat I think today I don't think they do that but and they, they will drop you you drop one here and drive another few miles, drop another one. So you really had no communication. You're on your oh, own. it's not that they're leaving you in a group. You're, you're on your own. You just waited uh, on, your, on your thing. You have your panga, praying and hoping nothing happens. <laughs> 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 then uh, the following day, they come around picking you up. Whew. Back, it was like to toughen you up. So did, you're, um, how old are you at this time? If you said 56, so that's 20. Uh, 50, how old was I then? You you're born in fifty six, huh? Fifty six. So this is seventy six. Mm. So twenty. Twenty. Okay. Yeah. Whew. So at You're a young man, never never really been away <laughs> for too too long. <laughs> With strangers. This is definitely not your bed being ironed. Yes. <laughs> this is <laughs> Yeah. This is real life. Yeah, it's real life. Um and so a different the whole military is I mean the whole military is there are people who are training for different posts. Yes, all of us were there. There was uh -huh. Air Force, the uh, Navy and Army. We okay. all trained together. Okay, so the three the, the three? Air Force we, we were lucky that um, they were expanding very rapidly. So they needed the Air Force cadets back to get into flying. Mm. So we did uh, eight weeks. The Army guys were doing six months, the Army and the Navy guys. So mm. we only did six weeks. So we were needed because that's when now they were expanding, uh, getting the F5 program, uh -huh. the fighter jets. So we were on accelerated program. Okay. Thank God. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> would have been there for six. a very long time. Okay, so what happens after the six weeks now? So after six weeks, we came back, uh, now to Isli. 
at the flying training school and we started our flying. Okay. So um, on the small bulldog, we had our instructors there. Okay. Even before that, what, what did you have to have done well in? Like um, during the selection process, for example, because it's not like you wanted to be a pilot. No. So if you had gone there with just biology without physics, no, uh, you were looking, have... were looking at maths and physics. Uh-huh. Maths and physics, and of course, English for, for being well spoken. Okay. That's what they were looking for. So when they looked at certificates, uh, you don't have this. this. And Go. geography was a big subject as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much English and uh, geography at the time is what they were looking yes, at. Yes. Yes. So yeah. you did. You must have done I, well. I did. I did well on, in those. I did. I did okay. Okay. You, did, did you don't okay. have to say Thank we God. know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> you made it through out of thousands. Yes. And yes. You're, you're saying thousands of people actually applied. There were so many, mm. but by the end of the process, we were only thirty. Well, that means you. You were the you were the you were the thirty best of everybody was there, okay. So the f- tell us about a bulldog. So they begin training you at Isley with a bulldog. With a bulldog. Okay. It's a small. It's like a Cessna, mm-hmm. small um, single prop, and um, you just you you you. We did a, a ground school, of course. Mm-hmm. You do aviation stuff. Uh, you do aerodynamics and how how an aircraft flies. Mm. The forces of lift and drag, how you get airborne, uh, engines, how does an engine work, an aircraft engine. So you do all that mm-hmm. um, initially on the ground. And you do that for how long? Every day? You do it simultaneously with the flying. Okay. So you have a class day in the morning, afternoon you're flying or vice versa. Okay. So that's what, that's what we did. But the first plane that you enter in is uh is the is the bulldog it's where you've been trained of course correct I, how are you feeling at this time are you like yo I, this is what i want are you excited because th- throughout your story i've not had it like you had planned to be a pilot no, i not planned i not planned i think today and i think it was different then uh, i think today because of tv ah. internet we didn't have a tv so how do you even think of a pilot or you just see an aircraft that is way beyond your you don't even know what happens in there mm. so mine was purely accidental i just saw cadets and to be honest i didn't know they were flying cadets because some cadets were admin cadets mm. is the initial thing before now you become a second lieutenant lieutenant yes. captain major so the, the initial thing you're a cadet uh-huh. <laughs> um, it just so happened it was flying cadet so I, I lucked out. Ah, I lucked out. I lucked out and, you know, got through the process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now you're beginning to learn um, all of all of this stuff. And you're saying you are an ex- you guys were on an accelerated program. We're on accelerated because the Kenya had signed a deal with the US for the F5 fighters. Mm-hmm. So they needed people to go and train. So again, it was just pure luck. What? <laughs> so we, out of the 30, they selected 14 of us. I was in the second group. Um, we were three groups of five, five, five. Mm. I was in the second group. We're now after, they did a selection process, now flying, now they're checking skills, coordination. Yeah. Um, so the ones who are doing better were now selected to go on the jets. So, by within uh, four months from leaving Lanette, we're on our way to the US. No way. Yeah. Again, God, luck, <laughs> right place at the right time. 
this is super acceleration yeah. I, i say that because i was in university of port elizabeth next to university of port elizabeth there's university of uh, this port alfred and i know a lot of the kq pilots were training there were training at mm. port alfred mm. Mm. and i'm talking about them spending two years yes, yes. time there before yeah. Yeah. even coming back home yeah so for yours but the sleep bait was just to select yes because you're 30 pilots you're 30 young guys mm. so who do you pick so now they we did the uh, 40 hours and they found now who are who are performing better mm. so that's how they've selected but when we went to the us on the jet we were like we started from zero oh okay yeah, yeah it was so, not uh, uh, it this was, was just uh, finding out who are, who can who be sent who, yeah yeah it's, it's it's like an exam the ones who pass now can go. Yeah. I, I, I fully in the US, we started from zero. They, get, assumed, okay. they assumed you don't nothing, which was good. But I need to ask this. That means, can you remember your first time in a plane? And I'm, not, I'm talking about, uh, even if it's training, can you remember I, the whole field? Yes, and I remember my instructor. My instructor was a man called Kisoso. Very tall guy, a Maasai, and uh, very intimidating. But, uh, you know, he was like a gentle giant. I remember the first time he did it, he did the takeoff. I was too mesmerized looking out and seeing, <laughs> <laughs> looking, <laughs> wondering, you know, what's happening. It was, uh, I, I still remember my heart beating, you know, boom, boom, boom. I remember nervous, of, of course. And, uh, but he put me at ease, he put me at ease, uh, we went out. The first lesson, you are just, it's, it's called a near experience. Mm-hmm. You go, then he show, shows you, if you hold the control, if, if I do this, it will turn this way. Mm. If I do this, it turns that way. And then he says, you look out, when I pull, it will climb. The lesson is called effects of controls. Mm. And then when I push, the nose will go down, and he shows you, look at the speed is increasing. Look at the altimeter, it's decreasing, you're descending. If I do this now, altimeter is increasing, very basic. Mm. So that's the lesson one, it's called effects of controls, which I later now came to do, much <laughs> when I became a Molimu, yes. an instructor at the Flying Training School. What, is the, what, what did that feeling, what was that feeling like? Was it like, this is it did i mean for you to be in this thing for 44 yeah, years yeah there has to be something that I, I think um after the first day i just felt at ease i, I felt comfortable okay I felt comfortable and i i moved quite fast mm. because there's something they call a solo flight that the first time you go up alone yeah so i i was not the first but i was like the third guy to go solo and we'd all stand there and cheer him. Solo means you are my instructor, so we go together. Okay, okay. Then you reach a point, you say, you're okay. You can now be able to take off on your own, go out, cruise, and come back and land. It's called a solo flight. And it's very, I think every pilot will tell you that is the most, I don't know how to describe it. Any other flight after that, whether it's a 747, Airbus, it doesn't matter. But that initial solo flight, you are in the air alone. Alone? You're alone because Molimu has now figured you're okay. I've shown you how to take off, how to climb, cruise, Ooh. come back and land. <laughs> and he leaves you alone. And he goes to sit in the tower. 
And he's talking to you. He's it? talking to you so that if you get nervous, he's saying, okay, calm down, turn left, do this. Some people have gotten a bit um, uh, nerved and they are talked down. Say, okay, take it easy, calm down, you're okay, turn mm. left, turn left, descend. They, you, they talk them down. Okay. So that, that happens. You know, I mean, the media industry, if I make a mistake and, for example, forget to switch on this camera, I mean, this microphone, that's, that's not a life and death mistake. <laughs> <laughs> we can repeat the conversation. Yeah. Your first, I mean, a mistake, landing, taking off, yeah. that's, this is a life and death situation. It's, it's a, yes, but uh, by the time you reach there, I think he has shown you and he has figured um, you can do it. it. Okay. There's something we do, which we call uh, incapacitation, where I pretend I'm dead. I'm with you, but I say, we take off and I keep quiet to see what you do. Mm. So you're talking on radio, you climb, then you announce, um, you declare an emergency, and you say, my instructor has died, mm -hmm. then the tower will guide you, come back. So he'll do a dummy run like that, uh -huh. just to pretend he's dead, he's just doing nothing, and come back and you land. Then he figures, if you can do that, then I don't need to be here, I can be away. But it's still it. very nerving. I very get nerve. it. Yeah. What's in this, at that time, ah oh man, this is so, such a good convo. Thank you so much. <laughs> so much, so many questions I've had that I've always no wanted problem. to ask. Mm. So for example, landing. I, till today, for me, I'm not worried about the takeoff, uh, but I'm like, What's the hardest thing f at that time for landing? For landing, sure. yeah? landing, uh, landing. What 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 is it about landing that makes it difficult from a pilot's from a, a pilot's, pilot's um, I guess f there's no two landings that are the same. Whoa! Because there are so many. Um, you have the effects of the wind. You have it will change with the weight you have. Mm. Um, the speed. So the, the, the airport, of course, there are some places that are very, very tricky, like in Zauzi. Um, it's a small, it's, it's not a small, mm. but it's, there are some hills on this side, there's a sea on this side, and there's always a lot of uh, crosswinds. But the landing, because you have to coordinate, quite a few, you're coming to the ground, there's a ground effect, what they call ground effect. Mm -hmm. The density of the air is changing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, you have to control the speed. Uh, you, know, you know, if you if you go below a certain speed, you stall out of the sky, and the aircraft will. Mm. So there's a lot of um, coordination, and keep straight on the runway, so that you don't run into the grass, which happens once in a while. Mm. You land and you get into the grass, so that, that happens. Okay, let's continue with this story. I love it. So you become one of the this thousand people is now down to fifteen. So. Yeah you get selected as part of the group that is going to go to America. This is a, how long after the initial selection or how long after you've come back to base for training? Uh, three months. Three months. Three huh? months. Three months. It was okay. very, very quick. Um, they needed people ASAP. So again, like I said, we're just lucky. Kenya was getting these planes. Mm -hmm. Kenya had nobody in Kenya to train people how to fly these planes. So these yeah. people needed to, you needed to go. They needed to go. So they picked the, us, the cadets, and they picked a few senior people who are already flying the transport aircraft at Isli. But the majority were us, very, very brand new people. Mm. Um, 
one of the first groups was uh, Geshangi. There was mm -hmm. a group ahead of me. Geshangi mm -hmm. was NSIS uh, boss. Uh, he was the, the, the group that had left earlier before me. Oh. As the only person maybe you know that is still yeah. there. And then we, we later did sat on the F5 together for many years. Okay. Yeah. So you're off, where do you go to? We went to Texas. So your uh, first you know, time flying out of Kenya, you're off to yes, the States, yes. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> went to a place called Del Straight Rio. Straight out of Limuru. <laughs> Del Rio, Texas, which is near the Mexican border. 